This is the Jocko Underground Podcast number 79, sitting here with Echo Charles. E.C. Echo Charlie. Yes. Emmy Jocko Willink. Contrarian thinking is a, a, is a tool, I believe. And the reason I believe it's a tool is because I think it allows us to discover things that are counterintuitive, which is positive, which you need help to get to. get to. You need help finding counterintuitive ideas and finding counterintuitive solutions. You need help finding them because they're by nature counterintuitive. So your intuition is probably wrong and you're thinking it's this, but it's not that. And so you need help finding counterintuitive ideas and solutions. So the reason is counterintuitive thinking goes against conventional wisdom. Sometimes it even goes against common sense, right? There's times where you're looking at a counterintuitive idea and it doesn't make sense. This happens, this is a bro science problem, by the way. Sure. Because bro, you ever heard a bro science explanation that makes 100% sense? Yeah, most of it. And then someone just presents actual facts to you? <laughs> yes. And you think, hmm, I'm completely wrong, yeah. right? Yeah. So sometimes intuitive thinking is wrong, completely wrong. So even though it makes total common sense, but it doesn't work. So I, the reason I bring this up is because I talk about counterintuitive solutions a lot. The reason I probably end up spending a lot of time talking about them and explaining them to people and teaching them is because they're counterintuitive. People don't get them easily. You want the team to buy into the plan. How do you get them to do that? The intuitive response is, oh, you... First of all, you need to explain the why. There's a bunch of reasons that actually make sense, mm -hmm. but the counterintuitive one is you let them come up with the plan. Mm -hmm. And as soon as people hear that, they go, oh yeah, that's right. Or here's another one that I've been telling a lot of people lately. You want someone to listen to you? You want your team to listen to you? How do you get your team to listen to you? Yell louder? No. Mm -hmm. Explain more explicitly? No. You want someone to listen to you? Listen to them. Counterintuitive, but it works. So that's what counterintuitive is. Now contrarian or contrarian thinking is intentionally going against the grain. It's intentionally going against popular opinion. And sometimes the, th the thing with contrarian thinking is it often, or actually the, the goal of contrarian thinking is to be against traditional wisdom. That's the goal of it. The goal isn't to be smarter, the goal isn't to be have a better plan, the goal isn't to have a better idea, the goal isn't to have a better solution, the goal is just to be contrarian, it's just to be against traditional wisdom. Whereas counterintuitive thinking is to actually figure out what the best idea, idea is, even if it happens to be against the norm. So I worked for a guy one time that was very contrarian, contrarian guy, and, and it was good because he would get like, New ideas, you know, he'd throw something out there, it'd be a new idea and you'd think, cool. But then I realized after a little while that everything that he said was the contrarian view and he didn't care if it was gonna take more time. He didn't care if it wasn't the best idea, it was just that it was different. Right. So my recommendation is to think like a contrarian. So think as contrarian as you can 
so that you are able to see counterintuitive ideas, but at the same time, don't be contrarian just for the sake of being contrarian. And don't get stuck in the, in the zone or in the lane. Don't get stuck in the lane of being contrarian. Reed Hoffman, he's a guy, he's a, uh, a billionaire venture capitalist um, guy from Greylock Partners. He founded, he founded LinkedIn. So if you've heard of him, that's probably why you've heard of him. He's attributed of using this phrase, ex, uh, encouraging people to have strong beliefs loosely held. Right, so you have very strong belief, but you don't hold on to it. And I think this is a good way to look at being a contrarian. Is like you're gonna think the opposite, but you're not gonna just think that way. Mm-hmm. Try hard to think of new ideas, but don't get married to them. Um, to be able to look at a problem and be like, hey, we, maybe we could do this a totally different way. You know what's a great way to start off with contrarian thinking when you're trying to solve a problem? is to just say, well, why do we even need to solve this problem? Mm. Yeah, that's good. Like, why do we even need to do this? Mm. You ever heard someone, uh, actually it was, who was it with? Oh, it was with Dr. Luke. And we were talking about passing the knee shield, you know, guard, mm-hmm. jujitsu, if you're not a jujitsu player. And he was saying, he was talking to Jeff Glover. And Jeff Glover's like, how do I, you know, he's like, Jeff, how do I get past this? And he puts him in the knee shield and then Jeff just steps back. All of a sudden, there's no no more knee shield. It's gone. Why would you? Why do you? He's that's the answer that Jeff is giving. Why why do you even need to get by that thing? Go a different way. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at a problem, if you're looking at something that needs planning, if you're looking at something that needs a solution, and you wait a second, why are we even trying trying to solve this right now? You ever have that? You know, you you got the guy who's trying to uh, figure out how to pick the lock to the door, and then someone else just like. Slides open the window because it's open. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, Why are you yeah. trying to solve this? The way that you see this is by being detached, by taking a contrarian look at something. Uh, well, here's another good little contrarian statement to ask yourself: What if this was already done? Would we be worried about it? Would we be thinking about it? Mm. Right? What, what would we be if this wasn't? If we weren't focused on this right now? If this just disappeared? What would we be focused on? Mm. All of a sudden, you say, wait a second, we're focused on something very small that's right in front of us, but it's not going to really have a big impact over a long, long period of time. So those are some questions to ask yourself to try and break yourself out of normalized thinking, to try and get yourself in a contrarian mindset. You know, do we even need to do this? Is there a totally different way to do this? What if this was already done? Those are some questions you can ask yourself. And if you, so that you can think like a contrarian and you'll see new perspectives but like I said don't get stuck there don't be a person that is just going against the grain just so they can go against the grain that's annoying (laughs) yeah it's annoying yeah I kind of like the idea of like I said counterintuitive those are those are hard to find when you find them they're more efficient they're better and sometimes you can find those solutions by thinking in a contrarian manner. So there you go. My topic for the day. Right on. <clears throat> Counterintuitive. Like there's a recently kind of went down a little rabbit hole with like decision making. Right? Mm-hmm. And one that that was um, counterintuitive is that more choices is better. Yep. <clears throat> so, you know, like uh, and, you know, like most counterintuitive things, when someone can effectively explain it, you're like, OK, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> not intuitive, but it makes sense with the explanation. But yeah, the choices thing is a big one. If you have like 
three choices or two choices, yeah. that's an easy decision. Yeah. Or it tends to be an easier decision. But then, so there was this experiment where I, I think this is what it was. It was people from the Ukraine, I think. They grabbed them. They said, what's the differences here? And they had all these different brands of soda. And they're like, it's, it's like, how many choices do you have here? They said one choice. They're like, why is it one choice? Because you have choice of soda. It does like the differences between all this soda or whatever mm. is like there's no choice there. That's just soda. Mm. And then they said, okay, they have a bunch of sodas. They have a orange juice and they have a milk. How many choices? Three choices. Mm. So they kind of went down like, why is this one choice? They're different brands. They taste different or whatever. But in their mind, I guess like it has a lot to do with where you're from, your environment, all this stuff. Where that didn't didn't present as a bunch of choices because that's not the routine in regards to soda. Mm-hmm. So it's like interesting. But well, there's there's all kinds of when it comes to having multiple choices, it is certainly much easier to make a f- quick decision between yeah. two choices. Yeah. Is a lot and there's a there's a law for this. There's like one of those theoretical laws and I can't remember what it is, but like if you have two choices, <laughs> mm-hmm. the amount of time it takes you to select between A and B mm-hmm. compared to A, B and C yeah. is a big exponential factor. Yeah. So you want to minimize the number of choices that you have in a stressful situation because it's going to make a make it a lot easier for you to make a very quick decision yeah. as opposed to if you have four three choices or four choices. Yeah. You know even on the battlefield we have like a set number of immediate action drills that we're going to follow. We have 38 plays. Yeah. You know, we got like 12. Yeah. And they're all pretty simple. Yeah. So, yes, minimize the number of choices. So that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe and we're doing this we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control and we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast which will remain as is free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we, but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors, and we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us so thank you it's jockounderground.com it costs eight dollars and 18 cents a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground